Scott and Liam versus Evil. I don't ever think that JLo should ever be forgiven for pronouncing it Africa. Like you can't you can't just change the way countries are pronounced just to fit in with your songs. JLo can bitch. Leave it alone, she's came from the block. Right, very good. <laughs> Welcome to Scott and Liam vs. Evil, episode 51. I'm Liam, he's Scott, he doesn't like J-Lo. And today we're talking about Return of the Living Dead, part two. My choice. Yep, yep, that's correct. <laughs> what did you think of it, Scott? Did you, did you enjoy it? This is supposed to be a continuation of the Night of the Living Dead series, right? Uh-huh. Because... Because it's, whoever made this film worked on Night of the Living Dead with George Romero, they had a fallout, and he got to take the Living Dead, and no. Romero took the dead. Dan O'Bannon wrote Night of the Living Dead with George Romero, right. and he wrote Return of the Living Dead. And oh yeah, this is part two, isn't it? Part right, okay. two, Dan O'Bannon had nothing to do with this. So what's, is Return of the Living Dead good? Return of the Living Dead is brilliant. Right, so it's no shite as this one. No. <laughs> I enjoy this one, right. Return of the Living Dead is a very good... It still get his comedic elements, but it's a very, very good film. Right. Like, I really enjoy it. This one is different. This one is just fucking nonsense schlocky bullshit. So we'll go to the VHS cover, the little synopsis. You can't keep the undead down, especially at the movies. The good news here is that the brain hungry zombies are resurrected with flair and style in Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Written and directed with equal helpings of humour and horror by Ken Weatherhorn, who genuinely uh, wanted nothing to do with this movie at <laughs> all. And it's it's a punt. A new generation of ghouls is spawned when a barrel of nerve gas falling off an army truck is cracked open by neighbourhood toughs. The escaping greenish vapour turns the living into zombies and the dead into the not-so-dead. Of course, the vapour seeps into the local cemetery with groundbreaking results. Yep. <laughs> a deadly experiment a freak accident a secret that will be carried to the grave as the horror classic is reborn Return of the Living Dead, Part 2. Jesse will be the first to know. Billy will be the first to go. We've got to get out of here, get to a phone. Seven of the Living. Against an army of the dead. Starved for life. Return of the Living Dead, Part 2. Just when you thought it was safe to be dead. This is this is this is one of the movies that um, I can remember from my childhood, along with Dawn of the Dead. It was probably I remember watching this with the same friends that I watched Dawn of the Dead with. It was um, friends from primary school, Scott and Ian. They were called. But you see that like they're dead. Yeah, no, I yeah, I just don't really, I don't see them anymore. <laughs> um, Dawn of the Dead stuck with me. Night of the Living, uh, Return of the Living Dead Part Two. I remember it, but it stayed like as a memory for a reason. <laughs> so I found out when I watched this back again as an adult. The reason I picked this is because I have fond memories of it. I remember 
I remember seeing it in the video shop and I really like the, essentially the reason I like this movie is because the poster is cracking I just I really like the is the poster the same as the DVD case I've got like the smoke the face with the and face and the clouds yeah. Yeah. that I, I just really liked it it just looks like a it looks like an old wee gritty horror I've always liked the poster so I remember when I got this on DVD as well I, I remember enjoying it and liking it almost as much as I liked Return of the Living Dead watching it back for this I'm like oh I must have been stoned because <laughs> it it is a total stoner slash kids film I mean maybe it's maybe it's, it's one of those ones that definitely will fit watching it with friends over drinks like like you know you, you get together well let's have a Halloween night when we all get together everybody picks a movie each there's three movies we do a showcase back to back and we all get steaming or stoned when we watch them and that would definitely fit and the one guy that we shouldn't listen to is the guy that suggests this film yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think the little boy in it? So it starts off with Jesse, the little boy. Aye, who is a fucking Jesse. And he, he sets up <laughs> there's tropes in it as well. He goes, ah, me? Scared? Haha. <laughs> like, fuck's sake, man. How many movies use fucking those same lines over and over again? Do you not think he looks like Timothy McVeigh? The Oklahoma <laughs> bomber? <laughs> he looks like a very, looks like a really young Timothy McVeigh. It made me hate him a wee bit. So he's getting kind of bullied. Do you think the, bully, it, the, bully, it, the main bully looks like Butthead? It looks exactly butthead, yeah, I agree with that. They're in, they live in this new kind of cul-de-sac that's getting built, and everything revolves around this cul-de-sac. Yeah, and there's only three kids in it. <laughs> three kids in a whole host of zombies. <laughs> the movie's got a kind of E.T. vibe to it. Yeah. Because it's all, as it's essentially a kid's film, nothing really happens that would make it an adult horror, but it all revolves around this scheme, essentially. Yeah. Which I quite liked. It's got a kind of heartwarming family vibe to it. Yeah. And I think that's what... Like I, the bubbles. Yeah, I think that's what made me like it years ago when I watched it. Just the, like the different characters interacting. Obviously now it's it's a shambles. So you know how he's getting bullied and right. the wee kid, he's a wee kid with blonde hair and he's cycling on his bike to get away from the, the bullies. I was like, this is like the cartoon party creep show. Yeah, a wee bit actually. And it's totally exactly the same as that. It says this before or after creep show because... George Romero, obviously director, certainly creep show too when they had that, that cartoon part of the blonde kid getting chased by the bullies. I was like, is that um, before or after this movie? Because if Creep Show Two came first, directed by Romero, and then this Return of Living Dead, obviously this part wasn't anything to do with the guy who was Night Living yeah. Dead. But I thought so. They're just ripping off Romero constantly. If you then look into the making of this one, none of the original cast of Return of Living Dead like, wanted fucking anything to do with this. The guy that actually done like the set designs, the characters were like, if you base anything on my designs I'll sue you like this is fucking stupid oh, really the guy who wrote the script is also the guy that directed it didn't actually want to do it and didn't like horror films didn't care for it all the cast say like you could tell he just wanted generally fuck all to do it he wrote the most basic script that was a complete rip off in return which was a complete rip off of Night Eleven Dead and he's basically just done it because the studio or the producers thought Return of the Eleven Dead the title would sell. Yeah. So that's why then later on in the series they've got Return of the Living Dead 3 which is a very good film but it's got fuck all to do with 2 and 2's got fuck all to do with 1 because the two guys see the guys that are grave robbers yeah. in 2 which we'll get to now uh, they're basically talking about working in a factory but they're in robbing graves for whatever their job is. Those two guys were in the original Return of the Living Dead and they were the first guys that worked in a factory when this goo got out 
and they turned into zombies. So they spent the whole movie screaming and then died. <laughs> but because they sent them, yeah. Wait. So, but they're not then the same they, characters. They spend the whole movie in the first movie screaming, then die. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> That's no. I've They just scream the whole fucking movie. They actually they, they scream more so in this, but they are playing the exact same characters, just not linked. Like there, there's no, there's no Return of the Dead universe because it's all just fucking mangled. Mishmash. It's just a fucking. It's a part the, the zombies eat brains, and that's it. That's the only link. Oh, see, can we, can, do you want to do that now, or can yeah, we wait till later on? Let's go. Here. Zombies that go brains. Are real zombies, Scott? No, that's, that's not. what zombies would this do. Is, is this where the brains part came from? I mean, yeah. the Simpsons do the brains thing, and it's kind of alright because it's a cartoon. But you tell me, right? See the people who who are happy with running zombies, right? Are they also happy with like? So you're saying that every every person who dies then comes back to life as an Olympic runner because that's just not even close to how it should be. Then but wait, so they're also saying <laughs> that when the people die in this universe, they come back as a as a zombie who's got the jaw power to bite through a skull and eat the brains. It's not happening. Right, yeah. They're not really Olympic runners, though. They're just running the speed that a human would run. No, it's see, just that's the thing. I think because, not because they wouldn't all be able to do that. And some of them would be fat zombies and they'd be stumbling and some of them would be dead longer zombies and they'd be stumbling even more And because the muscles aren't even working anymore. It's just like small synapses like pushing it. So maybe some of them will be able to move fast but nobody's running and nobody is speaking. But I think this is a comedy though. It's Well, yeah, I realised that when I got to the end. I was like, this, this is a fucking comedy. <laughs> the end? Did you not realise no, that? Well, I don't, know, I don't know where my notes are, but I'm probably somewhere, somewhere that when, it, when I'm, I'm totally yeah. like, this is a comedy. So it gets it, it cuts to the graveyard, and it's the two guys from the original, James Callum and Tom Matthews, and they're grave robbing. And then it turns out that the little, little Timothy McVeigh Jr. and the bullies have came across the. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's not thyroxin, but it's it's whatever the chemical name is yeah. through the whole series, and the bullies lock him in a mausoleum. Again, like the last episode, Stephen King bullies. It's very similar to that. Like yeah, like you got lock, starved to death. Yeah, locking a child in a mausoleum where nobody knows where he is 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 tantamount to attempted murder. Yeah, this isn't just bullying and pranking. This is this is assault. Uh, so. The little boy's climbing up and he's got freak strength because he opens a fucking proper marble door and takes a coffin out which falls and then our James Cannon and Tom Matthews characters come in and start desecrating the body, trying to rob it. And then by the time they go out, that's when all the zombies are coming, all the comedic zombies. That's how yeah. you must know it's a comedy at that point. Where, as a child though, that's still quite spooky. It's like a thriller video. It's still quite. <laughs> that's that's what I fucking written here somewhere. This movie, this movie is just a feature length music video, isn't it? <laughs> Aye, it is. Essentially, it is. But that's how, as a child, I think I really enjoyed this because it's not, it's not anything that's going to really scary. Do you know what it's like? It's like the zombie in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. See where the guy comes out and like his head's yep. getting kicked off and it's just kind of funny. It's like a movie full of. Hocus Pocus zombies which cheapens the zombie genre in my eyes because no, as you know that I am no, the no, 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 no the Walking Dead richens the zombie <laughs> genre um, be, like how this, this movie is because it's based on kids almost isn't it I mean it's, it deals with adult themes and kind of horror themes dead bodies and whatever else and killing and all the rest of it but how often in movies does a kid figure it out at the very start or what it is that's supposed to happen and all the adults don't believe them like you know I mean even in kind of 
adult movies and whatever else, the kid figures it out and nobody believes them. I guess kids are more open-minded, aren't they? Kids will believe something. Whereas well, this adults... little boy then went on to blow up the Oklahoma council building. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that maybe his parents were like, right, listen, Timothy, <laughs> shut the fuck up, we're not interested. Like, adults won't believe something until it directly affects them. Ah, which is true to life. Yeah, it's true, yeah, it's I true think, life. I think it's hocus-pocus for tweens. There's yeah, hocus-pocus yeah, for yeah. kids, and then this, and then after this you go, you maybe return to living dead... And then but from there you go to an actual zombie movie zombie like yeah. Romero or The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not The Walking Dead. Not, not um, The Walking Dead. But Hocus Pocus is actually good though. So is this. Uh, if, you, if you watched it. So so here's, here's your triple feature Hocus Pocus, Return of the Living Dead Part 2, and then what would you finish it off with? Because it's clearly a comedy night you're having. <laughs> it's it. No, E.T. It's a coming of age. In fact, it's a coming of age heartwarming. Yeah, that's your, that's your evening. Uh, so the zombies and that are all coming do you think whoever was in charge of the smoke machines and the just machines fucking, I just pressed the button on and just left it on right like yeah. they obviously fucking dropped about four tabs and were just going after I fucking, fucking smoke after joints all the <laughs> fucking stones the, behind the scenes man. it is a fu- see stone it's a hilarious <laughs> movie because it's so daft and because the jokes don't really actually hit home, I it's then funnier when you're stoned. Why do, can ask, why do the zombies need glasses and also feel pain? Exactly, why? exactly. <laughs> why uh, is the one that the Cindy Lauper lookalike punches full of yellow goo? Because that's the stuff that, that's just their blood. Oh, alright, yellow, yellow goo blood. Yeah. <laughs> and destroying the brain doesn't kill them. Who is writing this pish? Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Right, so there's holes. Right, and also, <laughs> is is one of the guys, one of the grave robbers, meant to be Marty McFly? Or is it just anybody who wears a red um, he basically is body exact, warmer? This is kind of, in fact, I don't know, he's not, he's not wearing that in the, the, the first one. But yeah, okay. Right, fine. Right, I'm agreeing with you. Yep. It's silly. There's plot holes, but there's still some good scenes. I mean, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there are some good scenes uh, in between all the screaming. Um... It's my, my note, literally here I'm on page 3 of my notes and I've and my, my, my notes just pretty much go at a lot of screaming in this movie why can they bite through skulls would everyone just stop fucking screaming <laughs> now I've got I'm watching this um, on, on, on my night shift uh-huh. it's between checking patients whatever else it's the middle of the night colleague I'm on with doesn't like horror movies I said this one honestly this one's not scary <laughs> but this is how I remembered it I was like it's not a scary film and I put it on and it's that way that um, you need to have it at some a certain volume to hear the dialogue, but uh-huh. like music and action sequences come across dead loud. So you're sitting there and you need to think: should I turn this down or should I just let uh-huh. it pass? The screaming's going on. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, so I need to turn it down. And then they talk more. Oh, I need to turn it back up. And then they scream again. I'm like, oh, I need to turn it down. I was like, it's the whole thing. You work in a hospital. Screaming. I like to think that at night at a hospital, it's just full of those screams. Full of screams <laughs> and moans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was a bit where eventually all the characters, there's no point properly getting it, all the characters are in the graveyard and there's a, a zombie in a suit, which I quite like because <laughs> he does look like a thriller zombie. I enjoy a zombie in a suit because it makes me think of it. Yeah, and, he's, he's and it does pretty, all the, yeah. the goo. I like that. The practical effect of that was good. Aye. It, it was a solid practical effect. Aye. It, it was no it, Tom Savini, but it was no, good. No, it was no Tom Savini, yeah. Better than anything in The Walking Dead. Nope. So they eventually get out of the graveyard and they go back and little Timothy McVeigh Jr.'s sister is meant to be babysitting them. And she, she's doing an 80s spandex workout and I was like, why do they 
fucking always enjoy doing a spandex bouncing workout. Uh, actually, no, I know, I know why. I know, I know why. why. <laughs> I enjoy them now too. Uh, and there's a cable guy there to put in the cable. He's quite handsome. Yeah, like nighttime. Yeah, because well, that's when you put cable in. <laughs> it's like totally. It's such a kid way to say it, is it? It's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> he should be in his bed for now. Uh, and the sister's kind of annoyed with him, so tries to put him back in his room and locks the door by tying a rope to the handle in the banister he's totally locks that, it in that is, that is again tantamount to abuse <laughs> I don't know we done it to a teacher once in high school there's this mental case teacher who very 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 well could have been a paedophile um, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's uh, for anybody who's uh, from Shots um, is, should I say his name is he, is he now a known paedophile he moved to a different school but I don't know if he ever he can't say his name no? okay I can't tell you his name but um he wants Just, we should say that our, our basically our guardian angel here, Lorne, is giving us advice <laughs> on what we can and can't say. Who we can and can't uh, call <laughs> a pedo. Before you end up with an <laughs> Scott outs a previous teacher but as a pedophile. <laughs> two, two of my friends definitely did shut the door and tie him into his office with a with a, a rope from his door handle to the radiator and he ripped it off the wall and chased them down. And I, I shot myself, so I was standing at the top of the stairs and he chased them out and down the stairs and way out the school what did he do when he caught them sex and assault I fucked them right so I've got so here we are I don't know where you are in your notes but I have uh, this is when they go and meet the doctor because the doctor has a car uh-huh. yeah is the doctor drunk the doctor I think it's just a character actor I can't remember his name but he's quite funny It's yeah it's quite <laughs> funny and that's where I've got this is where I've got page three of my notes this is a comedy, right? <laughs> so this is when I realised. <laughs> to be honest, I did. I did choose this on the past recollections of it being fun and something zany, a wee bit different than it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's it is it is fun and it is zany, but it's just like inter- I, I'm only I'm only I'm only ragging on it because how much I love zombie films. And because how much I love zombie films, it's that's why I'm I'm saying that it's it's that it's a shit movie in terms of their reasoning behind zombies and the way the zombies move, the way they uh-huh. talk, the way they what they go after to eat, the way to kill them, all that part. They try and change what Romero said, and it was even Romero because Fulci always started beforehand, but Romero cemented the the rules of the zombie movie. Like you've got the rules for the slasher, you've got rules for movies, and the rules for the zombie movie. Romero kind of cemented them and there was a kind of discrepancies in his movies where either in his or in Tom Savini's they had uh, zombies eventually learning to pick up tools even way back in 1911 Dead uh-huh. they had uh, Bob had a gun and Day the Dead and then they had the whole fucking shitstorm that was Land of the Dead but Dawn of the that's Dead gonna, and, that's going to be good when I give my top five zombie movies <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean so they, they, there was rules established and the night Return of the Living Dead series, like certainly part two, just shits on all those rules and just makes up their own. And they're crap rules. But who, whose rules are they? They're not mine, I tell you that, that's for sure. Right, but who's... So the zombies started in, like, New Orleans kind of the, the voodoo-type stuff, right? So those zombies, I think the brains and the traditional folklore... Right. I've got, so, I've, here's, so no, here's a question for you, right? Do you like Twilight? No. Why? Because the the vampires like explode into like sparkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who says they don't? Whose rules are they? Bram Stoker. Aye, but Stephanie Meyer's rules is that they they glitter. So there you go. That's allowed. No, it's not. Exactly, exactly, exactly my point. But you're making rules for zombies when 
the zombie, the original zombie folklore as much like this. No, but no, but the, no, but it doesn't. It, the, these zombie rules are a reanimated corpse coming back to eat other humans to make them into corpses to then they become reanimated. I don't know why you. I don't know why you don't think the Walking Dead is not the the best thing that's ever existed. I don't. I honestly don't understand why you don't just don't live in that world the way I do. Because it's painfully boring, and I would hate myself if I. Liked Can you it. imagine the world ended? How boring would it be? It's just well, meant to be boring. Every time I watch the Walking Dead, the world ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. There's, yeah. One, there's one scene, but you need to just accept it that. Look at comic books. How do you know a character's a zombie? Because they tell you. No, because it's saying. Oh, because they're saying. Oh, <laughs> oh, hello, Mister Zombie. No, because of the, the zombie saying brains, or it's like it's going. They don't say. They don't say brains in the Walking Dead comics. Tell you that. Yeah, I know that's why they're shite. So, <laughs> it's definitely the brains thing works. It gives them a reason to be here. They're trying to eat the brains to make themselves stronger. But why don't they just eat? So arms why and the Walking Dead zombies? Why do guts? they eat? Why do they eat people? Just because they do. What? <laughs> well, Romero made them eat, eat people. For what? I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know the, the reason why they do. It's just because they the do. Brains why singular the brains? It's flesh. Because the brain is full of brain juice. And <laughs> if they eat the brain juice, they become more intelligent. Uh, there's a scene where they, they dig up the old Wild West woman zombie. Uh-huh. And her head's out. She's the one that keeps talking. And she's like, oh, what are you doing with that screwdriver? If she is a Wild West zombie, how does she know what a screwdriver is? She talks too much. <laughs> she actually almost took two lines in the entire And film. it's too much. <laughs> she's the one that's at the end where she's like, okay, you win, no more brains. Yeah. For now. Uh, yeah, 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 it's the very, very finish, isn't it? Uh, I've, get, my notes, I've just got here, I don't even know what I've written here, but what have I got? Um, uh, if these two cunts don't stop screaming, they literally do scream for the majority of the film and it's proper annoying screaming in the first film they do it as well but not to this extent but even in the first you are like right we get it but they are going through rigor mortis so I know no way it's like the body stiffening up and stuff they're screaming and they're in pain I get it but this one maybe because it's like kind of comedy horror they've, they've jacked it up a wee bit like they're really really hitting at home that they're in pain and it is off putting I, I understand that Oh, it's very, it's very, very off-putting, definitely. But also, like, I don't know if this is a good point or a bad point, but the doctor in the film, he's like, uh, he's like a character from a Carry On film. Yeah. Was he ever in a Carry On film? No, Carry On or Police Academy. I thought he's the very. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that whole kind of slapstick. Yeah. But I think that's who he was. He was a character actor, and he actually brought the only adult funny lines. Well, not really adult funny, but we're we're watching it back now. Not stoned. I still found him quite comedic. Whereas it was, all, yeah, it was fell flat. It was almost like his character was us. Yeah. Like looking at it from a, an outsider's point of view and making realistic observations and being like kind of one-liners, comedy still, while he was drunk, but not fully accepting the situation, but being stuck in it. But, That's it, how I felt watching the movie. I wasn't really accepting that this was a zombie <laughs> film, but I was forced to watch it. There's a, there's a very good chance that he, like, see, because the script was so loosely fucking haberdashed together he probably came on set and the director went you've literally got no lines so yeah. just ad lib what you want and that was just him so just actually being getting drunk quirky, <laughs> yeah. just being drunk ad libbing which is fine see the scene where the zombies are like tearing apart the pet shop The Walking Dead has never done anything that hard hitting have you seen the end of season the, 6 start of season 7 no I've not because I've not even watched the end of, I've not even watched halfway through please, season 2 please can we no take like no 
like two weeks off no. and we'll go to like a cabin and no. just watch The Walking Dead start to finish no why are we going to a cabin this is like what fuck me because <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just them tearing apart a pet shop well it's a comedy and a kids movie watching little puppies and little kittens getting torn apart it's sad well, that's always the thing isn't it, it don't kill the dogs yeah, it's very hard hitting have you seen that uh, that uh, twitter thing and it's like a couple of sentences of it's supposed to be God creating creatures like um, God making alligators see that log fill it full of teeth and, uh, and then God creating snakes see that stick put some teeth in it make it angry and then it was the one that says uh, God creating dogs oh these turned out alright these turned out great I'm going to want all these back one day and it's all dogs go to heaven I was like oh man that one totally can't, can't, I can't believe you found that meme funny you didn't find this movie funny <laughs> <laughs> I've got a short attention span I live for the memes these days they're that in Twilight <laughs> the, apparently a, apparently so yeah <laughs> Um, he's not denying <laughs> <laughs> uh, see when Billy has been turned into zombie the bully yeah do you think near the end he's got he's got his tartan shirt he's been wearing the whole time he looks a little like the tartan zombie from Dawn of the Dead no do you think it has a little nod no no, no. Oh, I did not so. enough <laughs> not enough he looks a butthead <laughs> have you ever heard of the comedian Doug Benson no he does see the things on Netflix it's like Chromicon it's like he goes to conventions like stoned out his tits and talks to folk or in fact he's got I think, a, a movie called Super High Me which I think I've talked oh, about so, before uh, yeah I've heard of Super High Me I don't know about he's it he's in this he's right. a camera oh, really? see they get the <laughs> oh, I know what your reaction is when I say it the zombie that goes up next to the skip and goes brains <laughs> really high pitched that's him oh. so there you go there's oh. a little tidbit <laughs> I've got no more notes <laughs> so they turn so they turn up I regret picking this um, at part, they, they turn up a part and the army's there right so they find the army and the army's like that. they've cleared out the town so did they evacuate the people or did they kill them because they, they evac- didn't do anything about the fucking zombies they evacuated them because they're then going to wipe out the people so they, they, eva- they evacuated them because they're then going to wipe out the zombies but they also didn't seem to know anything about the zombies either but it's the, the actual stuff that turned them into zombies is the military it came from the army. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. 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 Uh, that's also, again. That, also, is one of the soldiers Mitch Pelleggi? Do you uh, know what's that? I don't know who Mitch Pelleggi is. Uh, Seymour. Uh, Seymour Skinner. Uh, Agent Skinner for the X Files. Or the one of the bad guys yes, from. Yes. Is, yes. Yeah, was yes, him, was yes, it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. I did not know his name was Mitch Pelleggi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is one of my favorite actors. Really, my crush. Know. He's definitely up there. I think, guy, eh? because he was in. Uh, He's not even in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> He uh, he's he, he, he uh, he's in Next Files. He's also in Sons of Anarchy. It's a completely different character. He's not the boss. Bad, he's he's like bastard. a hillbilly badass. Um, so he's I think I quite like him. I think he should get more work. He's in that West Craven film Shocker. Which horror movie? Ain't just on an episode. One I was just listening to that the other day. That it sounds like it was a really shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's West Craven. I know, but probably. West Craven's only ever done Nightmare on the Elm Street and Scream. Everyone else is pish. No, last season left. Yeah. What? Oh, shut up. Is like he dead? Right. Yeah. Right. Who else is who's alive? John Carpenter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Right. There's lots of people are alive. Right. But that's what you can do for the next half hour. Let's just name people who are alive. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so I tell you what, that's what you call true love, right in this movie, right? Because Cindy Lauper just lets um Marty McFly eat her brains. Uh-huh. Which actually kinda then goes into Return of the Dead 3 because that becomes like a kind of romantic melodrama 
Between zombies. <laughs> My note, right. Would, I you, would you let Lorne eat your brains well, if you turned into a zombie? Well, I, I honestly, I didn't, th- I didn't think Lorne was going to be here when I was reading this note, but I, the, the whole note says, uh, that's what you call true love. She let him eat your brains. That's the kind of girl that'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll take a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that'll put electrodes on your nipples and, sh- and shit on you if you ask her to. <laughs> so then we the bit of saying that you're going to ask Lorne to do it later. <laughs> I do. Sorry, Lorne. <laughs> oh, I hope they might pick that up. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Um, how many times, right, this is another question in this movie, how many times are these fucking fuckwits going to mistake zombies for non-zombies? You know how when all the zombies are driving the, the soldier truck up and down the street? <laughs> like, how many take and then they're like, oh, hey, 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 oh, hey, hey, help, help, help. And they're like, oh, that's a whole car full of zombies. <laughs> and then, do you know what I mean? How many times is that going to happen? It's a kid's movie. It's definitely a kid's movie. Yep, 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 100%. <sighs> I also like how he's went from Sky Engineer to Super Electrician uh, after the ambulance drive. Like, he he's coming to, like, essentially plug in her skybox, which is a cable to a cable, and then they drive the wee not bit to, and not to not yeah, to yeah, completely it's, that's... shit all over the, the careers of <laughs> yeah, sky workers yeah. or also uh, that's not a euphemism but it probably is a euphemism for teenage fucking because that's what that two characters are, they two characters are about well yeah, what because <laughs> he obviously they obviously want to fuck each other at some point yeah well, well did, cable I to cable that's what I mean like, I don't think she I don't think she's interested in putting his cable in her at, at the start. start but then obviously when he becomes like super electrician yeah because then he gets on the bridge and then he can just reroute a whole power supply come on that bit's good the whole power supply is on kill right here's a question though right so they go in so basically they're, they're trying to set up the end scene where there's they realise that they can electrocute the zombies to death uh-huh. so there's water all on this bridge so they drive in to, towards this bridge and shut the gate right and then they drive through and they're dropping animal brains all over the bridge to lure the zombies onto the bridge the it's all scientific. They shut off the power supply for this whole kind of. It's like a power plant, I think they're it. They shut the power supply off. They put cables. F- this is where super electrician reroutes the supply into the puddles so that all the electricity will electrocute them. Uh-huh. And the plan is that the drunk doctor is going to get the cue on the radio to start the power again when the zombies are on the water. This doesn't go to plan because for some reason, Butthead the zombie climbs the fence and then he comes over. And presses the button and opens the gate again. Uh-huh. Why the fuck does the gate open when the whole power for the whole place has been shut off? Maybe it's running a different. No, it does not. It does not. It's <laughs> <laughs> still overlooked. Right, that fine. Point. The plot is no Twilight Scott. We get that, right? Moving so then, on. then they come in, and this is the thing where, where they come in, right? And they walk all over the bridge, and then somehow does the doc does the doctor manage to switch it on? Does it get killed? The wee boy goes in and switches it on. I think the wee boy goes in and switches it on. The doctor, I'm sure the doctor dies. Yep. Do you know what? I can't remember. <laughs> and then they're all getting electrocuted, and and this is the point where you're like, this is where it, this is the point where it changes into almost scary movie Wayne's Brothers spoof movie is when the zombie dressed like Michael Jackson comes in front of the screen, does a wee thriller dance, and then the zombie's off. Like, that completely takes any integrity off of it being a funny, serious movie to just being a spoof movie. Yeah, to be honest, I forgot all about that scene until I rewatched it first, and it is, it is daft. I've also got a question here. I've got, I wrote Stephen King zombie question mark. Did mm. that, was there a zombie that maybe no. had big bifocal glasses and a really big fulcrum? Hundreds of little boys in their pants. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but definitely, the I've got MJ zombie, fuck this movie, you lose. Yeah. 
I lose. <laughs> yeah, you lose. Wow, that's, that's a dramatic statement for the movie choice. Okay. <laughs> I gave this uh, six six brain fish. Right, so fuck off. So you you didn't enjoy it. I lose. You hate the movie, but you still gave it a six. I don't like to be too harsh. You literally just told me fuck off. Because <laughs> it's, of it's, it's it's fun, but it's not a zombie film. It's not the one. We need to work it. We need to work on our ratings. Because I'm going to give it a six, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Ah. But I think your six means more than my six. So change it to if you thought it was shy, give it a two. I got a fuck no, I can't give it that low because it was fun. I enjoyed watching it fun, but in terms of the zombie films, it's garbage. Keep it right. So if a ten's Twilight for you, <laughs> where does this fall? If 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 ten's The Walking Dead and eight's Ugh. Twilight, then this is if ten's The Walking Dead. This is forty eight. I give it four. I give it as a five. A five. A strong four. It's daft. I, I picked it remembering how much I enjoyed it as a child. I need to stop thinking that I still like things the same as I did when I was a the kid. The thing is, though, now that we're picking movies that the other one's forced to watch, if you're picking it because you remember it being good and you watch it and it's garbage, then you can come on the show and say, fuck, this is absolute garbage. Oh, good, because it is. It's nonsense. It's shit. It is total <laughs> the shit. The first Return of the Living Dead. I don't think I've seen the first Return of the Living Dead. It's, a, it's basically, it's like. Punk kids fight zombies. It's really good. I'll maybe sort of seek it out. It's I've good. got Return of the Living Dead Part 3 in there that's got Marissa's mum for the OC as a zombie. That's outstanding. First one is brilliant. It's got a good soundtrack. Three is a great movie, but it's like a, a romantic guy who's not dead and girl who gets killed and he brings her back as a zombie kind of it's like a love story yeah I think I have, I think I've watched three I don't fully remember but yeah that totally rings it's a bell it's from the director yeah. of the guy done Society that movie that was, was crazy <laughs> that was fucking insane we should do that for an episode that might be my next choice we'll see but Return of the Living Dead part two did fall flat eight year old Liam fucking loved it mm-hmm. 28 year old Liam do, do you know what do, I'm like, can, I, can I just make a comparison like a serious comparison and not like a my love of zombie movies but if you if we can just compare for example Return of the Living Dead Part 2 with Night of the Living Dead Tom Savini's remake Night of the Living Dead Tom Savini's remake is much better right as a zombie film because because Night of the Living Dead Tom, Tom Savini's remake is like they're zombies that they create happening in the real world like it's like happening in a uh-huh. world so it's like a 90s world or an 80s wherever it's meant whatever it's meant to be set in but it's like that is happening in the real world Return of the Living Dead Part 2 creates its own movie world that doesn't really... Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, it does break a lot of rules and it's like comedic and it's and it's, and it's funny. I mean, maybe maybe our humans make normal choices or maybe silly choices or whatever as they, as they go along trying to solve the problem, but the whole kind of zombies don't... don't it's, it sounds stupid because... Zombies don't exist and they never will. It's just not physically possible. I'm glad although, you're although, it. although it's not not physically <laughs> possible because there are bugs that can get into your brain and make you act a certain way. There is theories and studies that suggest that the cold virus or the flu virus or the cold virus makes you feel a bit more sociable at the beginning, so that you go out into public and breathe, and then they can, and then it can infect other people. Right. So that's that's so that's a zombie there. Uh, there is actually a bug that. Goes and like crawls into the brain of all of of insects and makes them do things. Um, yeah. yeah, it controls them yeah. like a zombie. Yeah. So I mean, there is there is elements that potentially could, but it will never be a worldwide epidemic. But anyway, um, but that's it. This is like it saddens you. It it kind of <laughs> does because I want to be prepped and I want to be ready because I want society to fall and I want to see what happens. 
I read, well, I read, when society falls, what will happen is more scripts and movies like this will get made. I read a, I read a BuzzFeed article once that said people who want the end of the world to come have, are really uh, uh, disassociated people who have no friends. <laughs> I was like, gosh. Who <laughs> <laughs> also like Twilight. Very quiet. So, it's just going to be me, me in the loft with all my Twilight DVDs and all my, all my bottles of water and dry pasta. <laughs> Scott and Liam's Top 5 So for this uh, the top 5 zombie film or zombie films number 5 would be Land of the Dead I know <laughs> you've said that earlier that you did enjoy it oh, Land of the Dead was a big pile of fish I loved it it was one of the first zombie films I went to see at the cinema I do like it was the first George J. Romero film I went to see at the cinema obviously because it of my probably age. would have been mine as well yeah and I really enjoyed it. I like I like Dennis Hop. I liked Dennis Hopper when he was live, and I I love John Leguizamo. So it's all right, but it's I liked it, and it was also the first time zombies have walked. It's underwater. a different world from Tom Savini's remake. Aye, but that's a totally but, different. But it's world not because from... it, because it's still George George Miller was heavily involved in it as well. It's still the same same world. Dawn of the Dead. It's a yeah. completely different world. So anyway, I still really yeah. enjoyed this yeah, yeah. compared to uh, George Romero's Diary of the Dead. Which was fucking awful. They were alright. No. Survival and Diary were alright. No, they were shite. Number four is Burial Ground. It's an Italian one that me and Lena watched in the camper van and the effects were brilliant. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it's from the 70s or 80s. But really, really good. Really strong zombie film. Uh, number three would be Return of the Living Dead, part one. Okay. Loved I it. am going to seek this out and I am going to watch that. You, you will enjoy it. Number two would be Return of the Living Dead 3 because... I got that on Blu-ray a and few weeks ago because it's been re-released. Marissa's Ma's a babe. Marissa's Ma is a babe. And there's like fucking shit coming out of her face and she just looks like a, a filthy goth bird. It looks like a razor blades or something. Yeah, it's a filthy goth bird. Like yeah. a school but like, oh yeah man. And number one, which you'll be happy to know that I agree with you, is Dawn of the Dead, the original. Romero's original? Yes. Ah, oh, good. That's always been my number one. I'll never admit it again in front of you, but it is. Do you want to know... Why I think I like the idea of society falling and the whole Dawn of the Dead because I I don't know you know how the people who go and investigate like abandoned buildings and stuff like that uh-huh. like urban explorers urban explorers and stuff like they probably get like a sense like a like a like a feeling and say I I get there's it's like a weird feeling I get being somewhere that I'm not supposed to be does that make sense so imagine the society fell and I could go into my neighbour's house or I could go into this office building that I've never been in before and it's there's nobody nobody there but me walking around this empty office building in all the rooms or in a, just places when you're, when, when you're not supposed to be in it, when nobody else is in it, you can get in it. Do you never get the feeling like, see if you're in somewhere that you, like, you're alone or you know you're fully alone or you should be there? I always really need to shit Sam <laughs> <laughs> was going to get it. Was, that was that was exactly. I was thinking, can I see this out loud? Is that what I mean? So so, when that that's the feeling you get when you get in somewhere. Your ass pops a wee bit, and it's like you're going to push out a job. And you're like, oh, I don't know why I'm why I'm feeling so excited. Yeah, yeah, that is totally the feeling. It's a, a lot of if like if somebody burgles your house, the police always look for the token shite because see 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 that in the house. They get so excited in that and then it's like somewhere they shouldn't be they always end up oh fuck I need to shit somewhere so they always find like a shit somewhere like in hopefully your... in the toilet because no it's never in your toilet because then you hear them flush and you'll wake up so it's always somewhere like daft and that's the way I get like if I go like if Lena's not in and I'll be just go upstairs <laughs> or I'm in the man cave and I'm looking about I'm like oh fuck 
I'm so lonely and enjoy being here that I need to shit. Totally, I 100%, 100%, yep, get that. Yeah. So, it, so he would spend the whole end of the world <laughs> just constantly needing to shit. That doesn't sound good. And also, for your neighbours, I hope you don't listen to this podcast because it sounds like you just want to go into their house. <laughs> shit. <laughs> We were, we, were, we were driving home the other day there, in fact, it might have been even the night that we came out and met you for dinner, and uh, I had ate spicy food the night before, and it's only because you were talking about shit yourself that I'm bringing this story up, we were <laughs> driving home, and um, Lauren was talking to me, and I was literally, I couldn't concentrate, because I ate spicy food, so I was really, it was really, my stomach was cramping, and I had to go to the toilet in the supermarket, and then we were driving home, and I was like, started looking at every, every red light, I was like, why is it going red lights, why is it going red lights, I was sweating, and I was just like, and it was, I actually got to a point where I was maybe about seven minutes away from the house, but I thought, this is going to take forever. My stomach was cramping, and I thought, I started to think of ways to explain to Lorne why I shit myself. <laughs> like I, was trying to see, I was trying to think of ways I could like could, could get like, like have her not be disgusted or understand what had happened. I and remembered then, uh, that there wasn't a fourth <laughs> Twilight movie. I got so upset, I shat myself. <laughs> but I, 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 made, I, made, I made it home okay, so it was alright. Um, but I thought, you told me... I can't believe you actually shat in a supermarket. That's, oh, that's, that's, the, yeah, that's the true signs up here. That's, that's, that's when you're not serious though. Nah, that's you that's that's pervert. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, uh, you seen the the Family Guy episode where, where um, he sits at the the couch and goes, "Hey, hey, Lois, if I do, do I have to do anything tomorrow that doesn't involve me being bent over and excruciating pain three feet away from a toilet?" She's like, "No, okay, chicken masala." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you told me to do a top five. I thought you said top five zombie moves. I'm I don't assuming even know. it was top five zombie movies. I don't even know zombie moves was the thing. Well, I done my best, and what I've got is uh, at number five. I have put the drag. This is when a legless zombie is dragging themselves across the ground. Right, okay. Number four, we have the grab. (laughs) This is when a zombie is close enough to grab you, and that's scary enough as it is. you genuinely made the top five of this. No, this episode did nothing for your street. Number three is the groan. This is is very, very specific. This is a... Sounds like you Tesco having a shout. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Brains. Okay, so there's definitely it's a no no for brains, yes for grown. Number two is the stumble. Now, this is the night living dead, the walking dead, the classic zombie stumble. Whether it's a fast stumble, a slow stumble, this is a dead body with no. If you've touched a dead body, felt that the, there's no muscle resistance. I, I, I haven't. Well, I have. I'm surprised that. There's, there's no muscle resistance whatsoever. So, you imagine that body getting back up and only having short synapses making the thing move about. This is why it's a stumble and not a run. Number one zombie move is the bite. And this is skin off. Chunks off, chewing it. Right. Yep. Yep. Now I yep. want to put an honourable mention to Bub from Day of the Dead's <sighs> salute as a zombie right. move. But, but only is, because is it's a single zombie move. Only because they really shouldn't be understanding people or moving or firing guns. Because they shouldn't be. Uh, and I just want to also say an absolute <laughs> no-no is to the run. Zombies don't run. One zombie maybe can move really fast in an like a run or an almost run, but they shouldn't be Dawn of the Dead remake Zack Snyder Olympic running style run. Right, so London becomes infected by zombies. Mo Farah, does he run? Is a zombie Mo Farah? No, because it's still dead body zombie Mo Farah. Aye, but 
he's ran his whole life. So but he can't run fast. He can only run. He can run long. Right, so what's scary? A zombie can run fast for a short burst. A zombie that will just keep running for fucking 40, 40 mile. If any, that that should be the new zombie film, Zombie Marathon. <laughs> zombie Marathon. He just keeps coming at you. So you might be good at a sprint. It's like, kind of like it stains the sands red only with with yeah, running. Cross country zombies. Cross country zombies. Cross-country Long zombies distance zombies. <laughs> Have you watched anything else this week since you obviously didn't listen to my top five? I watched The Witch again. Yes. It is a it is a Your voice is so strange. It's a it's a drunken podcast, Lon. We are drunk. To be honest, I always enjoy this episode's gone anywhere. I think this episode's been fucking horrible. No, this has been a great episode, I've enjoyed it. Horrible for Scott. No, right. What I've watched. Because for the movie with Jay, we we talked about like the movie for three minutes. No, no, it's good. (laughs) Uh, this week I watched uh, before I went to work one night I watched The Witch it was on TV it was, it's on Sky Premiers and stuff now uh, reiterated with myself how fucking brilliant it is uh-huh. and then I also watched Blair Witch the proper sequel to The Blair Witch Project yeah, sure. uh, reiterated with myself how fantastic it is realised we haven't done an episode realised that now we're picking episodes for each other and <sighs> realised that you will have to I'm actually not going to be here for that week aye aye oh shit it's not it's the next episode because I picked this one. Oh, why did I ruin my pick? Oh no, I hey, no, I'm I'm saving this for a, I'm saving this for a wee world in the line. I've picked something. Just better. so you know, it has to be movies. You can't just say, "Oh, Liam, you've got to watch season two of The Walking Dead" because it's not going to happen. I know. Which is, what if I say? I draft shit in Tesco. <laughs> 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 uh, I like it's, it's almost like canned laughter. We've got this episode <laughs> just you in the background, just giving me giggles and everything. <laughs> Liam says something offensive Sorry. towards me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be called that now. <laughs> uh, I also watched Little Evil. It's uh, that movie on Netflix. It's uh, it's okay. It's, it's got Evangeline Lilly and the that guy, guy who for does, the office, uh, Parks and Recreation. Uh, he also does the Sweet Child of the Mine and Step Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's okay. Hey, do you know what the best part is? The best part is it's probably really modern. They've got his friend from work is called Al, who is a woman who is like say her name is supposed to be Alison she's very now this is this is trying to be difficult in my words because it's a very forward acting character you're always fucking difficult with your words so it's not like so by, by me saying the, the, the player is a very is, is a very manly character I uh-huh. don't mean that in a way that she is manly she is a she is a woman they don't say whether or not she is or not she's a she is a, a lesbian and she is a stepdad but she's it's clearly a woman. Do you, do you know what I mean? So so it's a it's a lesbian taking on a stepdad role right, for right, this yeah, kid. Right, okay. She acts in a guy's way, not to say that a woman can't act in a guy. Do you know what I'm trying to be very careful? Uh, don't want to trigger any feminists, you know? Um <laughs> But <laughs> this is coming from the guy who shits in Tesco. No, that's that's that no, that's that's just don't like judge me. I'm, I'm not I'm very I'm very fair. That's that's a word that's used online, that's me being ironic. Um but do you know what I mean the char- the character is used but the 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 fact that there's a woman in a stepdad role is never questioned, it just is do you know what I mean? Should it, it be questioned? No, of course it shouldn't be right. questioned. And that's the point I think that, that, that they make. It's it's Al is a fantastically funny character she goes with um, I can't even remember the name of the our main characters um, the, she goes with him to the bar she, she helps him out in the whole the whole uh, mission to find out what's wrong with his kid and there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a bunch of other stepdads in it as well there's the uh, Tuck from Scrubs is in it as, right, as well okay. he's got a small part in it I mean it's it's okay 
it's worth watching. It's maybe a three out of five. Really? I mean, they try and do the a moments, three but they out don't five do a lot. Can mean that you fucking absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or it's, it's the worst thing you've ever seen. It's you not really. Three. It's not brilliant, but it's it's worth a watch. If you've got an hour and a half and you're not doing anything else, stick it on. It's all right. It's not offensive. It's funny. There is some. Um, they, I think they're trying to have forward some characters away from old fashioned stereotypes and the fact that um, Al is not a man yeah it's not I mean I don't know the correct words to properly not offend everybody but do you know what I mean like the, they are forward in stereotypes and the fact that the modern family is not man woman kid, kid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the it nuclear be, family yeah, it yeah. could be it could be anything and I think that's that is brilliant because as much as I might say the wrong word or, or we'll have ridiculous jokes on this podcast I am for everybody being able to be who they want to be as long as they hurt no one except people who shit in supermarkets <laughs> I yeah. shat the toilet. I didn't shit the, the, the aisle. I know it's the pervert thing to do. Because I, I was going to shit myself. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems quite silly that um, I'm going to try and go into hot sauce business when I can't handle anything spicy. I know. Yeah. But you always say a, sh- a good chef shouldn't actually taste the food because it doesn't become fat. <laughs> well, that's go. actually not what they say. What they say is always trust a fat chef. <laughs> so what I just said there was completely inaccurate. <laughs> what I just said was a completely made up chef comment. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I watched loads of things, but nothing to write home about. Not one thing? No. Genuinely, <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're, we're, we're pushing into this new um, deal of just doing one movie an episode. We are going to be under the hour, so hope you enjoy that. I hope you guys who listen who have got a shorter commute, you'll be loving it. This episode is slightly different because the movie was fucking nonsense. <laughs> I think we're going to... We like to pick movies with substance. This movie, as much as I hate to admit it, had very little substance. This movie had absolutely... No, this movie had not... This movie had screaming for about 40 minutes and it had kids acting for about another 35 <laughs> minutes and it had crap zombies. It's always doing crap zombies. Well, right? well, well done. Well done. You get, you get zero picking points for that. That's what we should be... Oh, picking, good. That's, that's you finally get a, a fucking true life rating system. A picking point. <laughs> I tell you what does have substance. Scott's bills and Tesco... <laughs> We'll see you guys in two weeks, and if you want to contact us before then, you can find us at the usual places. Get us in the group, search on Facebook, Scott and Liam versus Evil. Um, search Scott and Liam versus Evil on Google, and all our stuff will come up. Email Scott and Liam versus Evil at hotmail.com, and then get us at the Horror Festival in Classic Grand, 4th and 5th November in Glasgow, Classic Grand, Popcorn Horror. Suz? Sweet. Bye. Black.